Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. If there is one thing that will create an instant up level in your leadership, your business strategy, and your income growth plan, it is preparing for a sabbatical. Sabbaticals are not a new term. They are something that have been around in service industries, in ministry, in education, in business for many, many, many years. I think they kind of got lost in our quest for never-ending achievement, but I think as a very large number of people have experienced uh, unmanageable levels of burnout, sabbaticals are making their way back. Now, I personally do not believe that planning a sabbatical because you're so burnt out that you just want to burn everything down is a good idea. Instead, I actually think planning a sabbatical starting a full year in advance is the best possible way to up-level your business, your brand, your leadership team, your company, and also do it in a sustainable way. Last year was the first year that I did this. I planned for it for an entire year in advance. I started talking to leadership about it a year in advance and actually communicated what the dates would be very significantly in the future so that all of us were on the same page and had an end goal that we were working towards. And the end goal that we were working towards was that the company could thrive and grow and all programs could run uh, without me for a period of time. And this was just an absolutely phenomenal experience for me. I will say honestly that taking that first sabbatical truly changed my life. And I'll I'll share a little bit more about that in, in the whys and the ways shortly. But it absolutely changed my life. And it's something that I'm going to do every year now. And it's something that ultimately I aspire to uh, be able to start at the president level and then work my way down uh, through the leadership levels to integrate into the leadership being able to take sabbaticals as well. You know, our our culture and now our culture combined with the level of accessibility with technology, I feel is not supportive of our highest and best. And the integration of technology into every aspect of our lives does not create ample space for intuition. And I believe one of the most important elements of building and running and growing a successful enterprise is your ability to tap in and tune into your intuition. But beyond that, the creativity and the ability to listen to the inner guidance that you're receiving is so key. And being in business pre-use of daily internet in business And then being in business now, looking back, I can absolutely see how, you know, we're losing touch a little bit with some of our our best and most important instincts, and they are instinctual. But when we're distracted all the time and there's constant noise and there's constant 
uh, busyness because of tech, it, it really almost breaks down a lot of our human instincts that I believe are the most important drivers of success. And, you know, I've seen this with the use of or lack thereof of common sense, intuition, and even connectedness to what you're creating. So for many reasons, I think that intentionally creating a period of disconnect from your business and technology is really, really important. But I also think that the most important thing as it relates to burnout is prevention, right? Because once you're in burnout and you're trying to recover from burnout, even when you have a recovery period, you're not getting back to whole, you're just getting back to basic functionality, right? And I say this all the time, but mental acuity is to me the most important element of creating sustainable success, but also preventing burnout. Because mental acuity, sharpness in your thinking, your decision-making, your behavior, your action, all of those things, that impacts how long it takes to create an outcome, right? So if you think about it, a highly effective, highly efficient person may be able to uh, take action, execute something with a really high level of precision and create outcome, you know, in an hour. But a person that is, you know, in a state of fight or flight, overwhelm, um, brain fog, distraction, you know, they could work on a project for hours and hours and not achieve the same outcome that someone who simply just put in an hour of focused effort could achieve. And I believe this is one of the biggest things that leads to business owners working these ridiculously long work weeks. And yet it's like, it seems as if the longer they work and the more that they work, the less outcome that they're actually getting, right? Like there's not a correlation between input and output. And I think in a lot of instances, that is because of a lack of mental acuity. Now, I want to talk again about sabbaticals. And I think that planning for a sabbatical starting a year in advance is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. And in order to plan for a sabbatical, you have to begin by having a really, really honest assessment of the business, right? And how do you plan for a sabbatical? So when you think about preparing for a sabbatical, the first thing that you have to think about are what are the areas of the business that you do not currently have strong leadership in? When we look at building a self-led, sustainable, and scalable company, which are the three core elements that we talk about in a legacy leader's business, and it's what we teach in the Legacy Leaders Mastermind, when you look at those three areas, there are five core functioning departments in any business, and then there are sub-functioning departments underneath them. But the five functioning departments are sales, marketing, service delivery, finance, and operations. Everything else falls underneath that, right? And so the first step that you can take while you're sitting here listening to this podcast today is look at each of those. And I want you to write the name of the department and then draw a line underneath it. So sales, draw a line underneath it. Marketing, draw a line underneath it. Operations, draw a line underneath it. Service delivery, draw a line underneath it. Finance, draw a line underneath it. 
And you've heard me talk about the concept of who, not how, so many times on this show. And I want you to fill in the name of the person that is leading that department in your company. And every area where you're filling in your own name is an area that you know that you need to get to work on, right? Because you cannot have a self-led, autonomous, profitable, sustainable, scalable, sellable business if these things rely on you, right? So the very first step is looking at each of these areas. And for a lot of service-based business owners, not only are you the CEO of the company, but you're managing multiple departments and you're also still delivering for clients, right? And I want you to give yourself a promotion this year. I want this year to be a year that you give yourself a promotion and that you bring someone in that is going to be your apprentice to start training and learning and getting ready to take over some of those other jobs. Because the CEO job, let me tell you, it's a full-time job. It is a full-time job, right? And most of you are doing the CEO job and five or six other jobs in the business still, and then wondering why you feel frustrated and overwhelmed and like you're drowning all the time. Now, I say this to my legacy leaders all the time. You can't fix everything all at once. You cannot fix everything all at once. You have to rank and prioritize. So now look back at your list of those five areas of the business. And what is the area where you are the most integral right now that literally the business can't function? For example, are you the only coach in your primary programs? Are you the only person that knows how to do payroll? Are you the only person that understands what's happening financially in the company? Dan Kennedy said that one is the most dangerous number in business. And it absolutely is. It's the most dangerous number in business. Anytime there's a situation in your company where there's only one person that knows a function of the business or knows that area of the business or knows that client or knows that particular area of responsibility, you are at great risk. And if that person is, is you, you're at even greater risk, right? So I want you to look at the area that you are most deeply ingrained in, that you have no backup support in, and, and get a game plan. I have shared this many times, but the thing that shocked me the most coming into the entrepreneurial space, coming out of the Fortune 500 world, was that I could not believe, I was completely shocked by the fact that most small businesses did not have a salesperson besides the owner, which I found completely insane. I'm like, wait a second. So like if you're on vacation, there's just no sales or like what's happening here, you know? So if you're the only salesperson in the business, that is inherently extremely risky inherently extremely risky, right? You need someone whose job it is all day, every day to do nothing other than bring in money for the business. Otherwise, the business starts and stops with you. Otherwise, you're just waking up every morning so that you can bring in enough cash to cover the payroll of other people that are relying on you, right? 
So for some of you, your first action to prepare for a sabbatical is you need someone in the business that's responsible for selling things besides you. It's different for all of us. Maybe you have coaches in your business, or maybe you have people that are delivering your product or service to clients in one area of the business, but then maybe there's another area of the business that you're the only person that knows that particular service or that particular product line or whatever the case. Like this is where you have to sit with this and take some time. Today's episode is one of those episodes, guys, where I, I really recommend that when you're done listening today, you start it back over again and you do a little workshop with yourself, right? Do a little workshop and, and ask yourself some questions. Like who is bringing in the revenue besides you and can they do it without you? And who is bringing in the leads without you and can they do it without you? And how are you delivering these programs and engineering the celebrity of your team and bringing in people so talented to work with your clients that they're, they're just as happy to work with you as they are to work with your team because they know who they're getting and they know the caliber of people that you're surrounding yourself with. These are the questions that we have to answer. These are the things that we need to uh, think about. So this is why preparing for a sabbatical is such a healthy and beautiful exercise to be doing. And again, you want to talk about preventing burnout, plan to do a sabbatical every single year in your business and plan it a year in advance so that when you're asking yourself, what decisions do I need to make to run a healthier, more profitable business? It's all the same. It's all the same. You're not going to be able to take a sabbatical and, and not have things crash and burn unless you do the right things. And if you do the right things, those are also the things that are going to make you more money and grow the business more quickly. So we talked about doing the exercise of who, not how, and looking at each of your five core departments and looking at who do you have, right? Who, who do you have? Are they able to run these things without you? Are they able to, to go on for a month or two months without you there? You know, what does that look like? What is your next step? What's the area that you're most ingrained in or the area that you don't have any backup support in? Let's get started on that right away. Let's make sure the business can continue to serve customers and can continue to bring in new customers without you. And, you know, let's really look at the balance in your business between uh, people that are role players, that are producers, that are tactically get it done people, and then the people that are the kind of vision leadership execution people, right? Equally important, equally important, right? You need the people that can set the vision, cast the vision, communicate and enhance the vision. And you need the people that can, you know, roll it out and give a structure to it and put form to it and and lead people through it. And you also need people that are going to do it. You need the people that are going to actually get it done. Think about the meetings. I want you to sit and look at the meetings that are on your calendar every week. And I want you to, um, I want you to look at the meetings that you're running and the meetings that you're participating in, and ask yourself, you know, who do I have on the team that could step up and lead this meeting with me still here, so I can observe and give feedback and get them ready and get them to the point where they can run that meeting without me. Legacy Leaders Mastermind is the most high level work that we provide to entrepreneurs in the multiple seven and eight figure range in their business that are looking to optimize, exponentially multiply and duplicate their sales, their results and their team online. And in the Legacy Leaders Mastermind, this is really for individuals that are looking for 
high concept, high level strategy, multi-industry approach, building a community of big thinkers and people that are executing at a high level, no excuses, just getting it done, sharing ideas, no excuse, all community, all collaboration. We have three in-person intensives a year, and this is a program where not only is there a high level curriculum specifically focused on high-level team strategy and multiplying and duplicating through team leadership, but there's also weekly coaching calls with me in addition to the three in-person intensives. We have individuals that were on this year's Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies list. We have individuals that are buying businesses that they're integrating into their company. We have individuals that have gone from uh, seven figures to eight figures during their time in the program and so much more. So if you are looking for a high level group to invest in where you're going to have the opportunity to grow not just as a person but substantially in the profit and growth of your business i want you to click down below to apply for a call and to learn about this elite program that is exclusive to individuals that are really leading the way in their spaces online so Click the link down below to apply and to learn more. And I look forward to seeing you in the 2023 group. The beautiful thing about planning for a sabbatical, it's kind of like planning for maternity leave. I will say when I went out on maternity leave uh, from my corporate uh, job with Madison, you know, when I came back, it was never the same because I prepared so well for the nine months leading up to my maternity leave that when the team took over and led when I went out, they never needed me to step back in at the same level when I came back. And the same thing should happen when you're preparing for a sabbatical. You should be preparing from the inside out so well that when you come back from that sabbatical, there's things you're never going to step back into again because now the team is capable and competent and ready to do that without you. And I see this with leaders all the time. They bring in these brilliant people and they assemble this great team, but they don't stretch the team and give them enough space and enough autonomy to actually go out and and do what they're capable of doing, right? And so you have to really ask yourself, how can you give your team the ability to stretch into their highest potential? How can you give the team more space more leverage, more leeway to really expand into their next level, right? You don't realize how much the space and trust and freedom that you give to your team determines their ability to extend and expand their role in the company and how much you influence that by the amount of trust that you're giving or by the amount of space or freedom that you're giving or, or even level of responsibility, that you are extending to them, right? So these are things that I would really like take take a moment on because these are going to help you make the right business decisions. And let's talk now about, you know, sabbatical a little further. So we talked about the team, we talked about the departments, we talked about the balance of leadership and producers, we talked about the areas of the business that you have no backup on, getting backup We talked about the meetings that you're running and the meetings that you're on and how do you give someone space and let someone start helping run those meetings with you here so that you can give feedback and mentor them and get them ready to lead it without you, right? We talked about a lot already. 
These these things that are going to get you ready for a sabbatical are going to completely transform your business. And most importantly, we talked about giving your team the space and the autonomy to grow into their next level and to bring everything they've got to the game. Now, don't get me wrong. Giving autonomy to the wrong people is is absolutely going to devastate your business. So, you know, you need to look at your team and say, who am I going to battle with? And, you know, this year especially is a year where you got to say, who am I going to battle with, right? And if you look around and you're like, I'm not going to battle with these people or I don't have this level of trust or I don't want to give this level of autonomy to these people, well, then before you start planning for your sabbatical, let's get the right people on the bus and let's get them in the right seats on the bus, right? So that might mean taking a step back before you take a step forward. And yet still it's moving you forward because it's it's pointing you towards what needs to actually happen to make this business a sellable, sustainable, and self-led company and, and team, right? Now, fast forward to the sabbatical. Your doing a sabbatical each year is going to impact your team and your company and your clients in radical ways because you showing up in the wholeness of the person that you are meant to be impacts every person in your world. And you are the leader. You are not just responsible for the army of you, but you are responsible for how you show up and interact and engage with your team, your clients, your market. And that means you have a responsibility for being at your best. And if you're connected all the time and you're working all the time and you're never turning off and you're never allowing yourself to take a step back and be like, what the heck? Like, where am I? Like, what am I doing? Like, what do I need to clean up? What do I need to redirect? What do I need to change? Who do I need to become? What course corrections need to happen here? It's impossible for you to carry that responsibility well of being at your best if you're not giving yourself the opportunity that is conducive to that. And I specifically think if you're the business owner and CEO that taking time away from the business is going to be essential because you carry a level of responsibility that no one else does and that they can't possibly understand. It does not matter how much responsibility your team carries. They do not understand the inherent risk of being the business owner and or they have experienced the risk of being the business owner in the past and have chosen not to carry that risk going forward, which is perfectly fine and they have every right to do. But what that means is you and only you are responsible for taking care of you. And if you do not take care of you, you cannot take care of your team, your clients, and your market. And so this is a very kind of infinite circle. uh, You know, it's an infinite circle that all keeps coming back to this. For me, what I'll say is that when I took my first sabbatical, it's really the, the longest time I've had off of work in my adult life ever. Even when I went on maternity leave for having Madison, obviously I was breastfeeding and caring for a newborn, but I also was still running my business. I took three weeks off of running my business um, when I had Madison and then I, I started back again. And, you know, so it's the longest time that I really had off. And, and I will say I still stayed in touch with Danielle. Danielle was really leading the company at that point. I still stayed in touch with Danielle during that time very consistently and frequently because it was my first sabbatical and I was really kind of testing the waters. I don't think that that will be necessary going forward, but you know, it's it's like a step-by-step process, right? That said, my first sabbatical allowed me 
to invest in myself in a way that I never have before, from my exercise to my skincare routine to um, making new commitments to myself uh, with the podcast, with my social media, with my consistency, with how I've been showing up as a leader and as a content creator. And I've stuck with all of those things. Those things were given long enough during that sabbatical to crystallize and solidify into habits. And all of those things that were started during my sabbatical, which is now, it was last August, so I guess it's what, been six, seven months, uh, they've stayed with me because I had time to form a habit when I didn't have the distraction of all the other things that are typically on my plate in the day-to-day. I was able to elevate the leadership team. I was able to plan to make sabbaticals an annual part of, you know, what I do and and how I schedule uh, my life. And it's allowed me also to have a different approach to um, the way that I show up with my family. I can't really put into words the transformation that I experienced, but I will say I'm just a different person. I, I, I am a different person since that sabbatical. And there are certain commitments that I made to myself that I have absolutely kept. And some things maybe are noticeable and visible to others, and maybe lots of things aren't visible or noticeable to anyone but me, and I'm completely okay with that. But I'm a more whole person, absolutely. And so I I just want to strongly, strongly encourage you all. I always say this, and I'll say it again here, that whenever you want to up-level your impact and income, it always starts and ends with mental and physical health. And I think beginning planning a sabbatical now for yourself, even if it's going to start with three weeks or a month or whatever the case, it will force you to make decisions differently, more strategically at a more thoughtful level with a definite deadline in place. And you will find that this is going to drastically impact your effectiveness as a CEO and as a leader. And again, recovery from burnout is not an acceptable way to use your rest time or your downtime. You need to prevent burnout. You have to do whatever it takes to prevent burnout. Because if you're taking time off of the business to recover from burnout, you're barely coming back in ready to work. You're coming back in uh, just barely uh, back to the bare minimum. And, and that's, that's just not it's not okay. It's not optimal. And and the only person that can be in charge of your own self-care is you, right? And we don't talk enough about this, right? We're not taught enough about this, but it has to be a huge part of how you get hypervigilant as you continue to elevate. So what I'll say is I want to encourage you to uh, read about and learn about sabbaticals. The first thing that I did uh, when I decided to do this was I grabbed a couple books about it and kind of got my head wrapped around it a little bit, which was kind of interesting. And then I began planning and I began talking to my leaders about it. And then I moved into what are the actions that I need to take and what are the preparations that I need to make? And and then I did it and you can do it too. And I would recommend that it's absolutely an annual part of your self-love and your elevation as a leader And I think your family will thank you, your team will thank you, your clients will thank you, your body and your mind will thank you, and it's going to help significantly elevate your tenacious, 
drive to become the person that your dreams require. And that, my friends, is what it's all about. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And if it made a difference for you, please share this with a friend. Share this with an entrepreneur that needs to hear this. That would be the greatest service that you could do as a listener of this show is pass the episode along, tag me on social, and I will see you back here soon. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.